season yeah <laughs> i'm a fulia i'm a wayne and welcome to fred's eurovision reaction podcast yes the first of many absolutely <laughs> eurovision never dies no oh my goodness <laughs> how are you wayne i am absolutely amazing i have mixed feelings about um this year's eurovision oh, contest <laughs> <laughs> mixed feelings i think some of us are just never satisfied yep yes but overall good vibes good vibes good, good vibes, vibes. It's, i mean eurovision's yes. a party so yes. it has to be fun yes. yes yes so how are you fulia i'm good i'm similar to you in the the mixed feelings department about this <laughs> about this year's eurovision yeah uh, but overall i enjoyed it yeah absolutely yes. and eurovision is one of those <laughs> contests where you ain't ever going to please everybody. No, It's no. such an eclectic, <laughs> vibrant mix. There's always politics. Yep. There's always, you know, song, dance, disasters, yep. spectacular things happening. Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like the world's greatest train wreck, but with a lot of, you know, wind machines and guitar <laughs> and, and lights and smoke and all of these things. That would be a hell of a stage managing role. <laughs> Absolutely. Honestly. <laughs> I am content being a viewer and nothing more. Me too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get straight into it and start off with our overall first impression of the grand final. What did you think? Yes. Well, I have to admit, for me, it was a bit of a mixed bag this year yeah. compared to previous years. If I have to compare it with more recent Eurovision contests and grand finals, this one was a little underwhelming. Okay. Overall. Yeah. Still enjoyable, but just wasn't loving it as much. Okay. Yeah. I don't necessarily think the performances were up to par, so right. to speak. The venue was absolutely beautiful. Oh, yes, it was. I could not believe how many humans were under that roof. Yeah. <laughs> it was a full house. Yeah. I mean, look, if Israel know anything or one thing that we can all agree about Israel is... That nation knows how to party. Oh, it yeah. is so known Definitely. For, its <laughs> <laughs> for its ability to host an event yes. and to, to celebrate love, life, music and everything else. Exactly. So in terms of the technical aspect yeah. and in terms of how Israel handled the event and how they hosted it, absolute stellar job. I yeah. think absolutely perfect. Yeah, the musical acts themselves, some I really enjoyed. Others I were just probably forgettable, like instantly forgettable as yep. soon as they had finished for me. Um, I purposely didn't watch the semifinals this year. I just okay. wanted to get a full-on first impression of the grand final. Yes. I tried not to follow your vision online or anything <laughs> to see who the favourites were. I really yeah. wanted to go into it raw to sort of get yes. that expression. I don't know if it worked for me this time. Really, okay. Because normally I do follow it and normally I do watch semifinals. Yep. But this time I went a different strategy. So... I don't know, maybe I was just expecting more because uh, I thought I was coming into it a bit more blindly. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, overall entertaining and the hosts did an amazing job. Oh, yeah, of course um, they did. I'm always 
impressed by the hosts yeah. of Eurovision because for most of them, English is not their first language. Exactly. And so there are a lot of awkward pauses and um, silences because, yeah. you know, the gags rarely land. <laughs> they'll tell oh, a, yeah. they'll tell a there joke. There were a few this year. Yeah, they'll tell a joke and it's just going... Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, look, I get that and yeah. I never fault them for it. If anything, I enjoy it more because of yeah. that. But I, I, they did well. Sorry, you go on. I was going to say, I'm, I'm always impressed by the one host that can do the French translation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, France... <sighs> <laughs> They have to have it in French. Everything has to have it in French. Mind you, I guess that's very almost elitist and almost like imperialistic of me because English is my first language. So I'm just like, I want it in my first language. Screw everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, overall, I thought it was I thought it was a well put together, very well produced show. Yes. But it came together really well. Yes. Um, I'm choosing to ignore the special American musician <laughs> yeah. who came in and performed. We'll talk about her later. Yeah. Uh, because that for me was actually the lowest point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was the lowest point of, of, of the night. Uh, but look, overall, solid production. Not 100% sure about all of the music choices, but you know what? They got voted in. They earned their way in. Exactly. So I'm just putting it down to, to my personal taste. Yes. To be, to be honest, it's not a reflection on them, really. Yeah. Uh, how about yourself, Julia? Overall, Overall, uh, okay, so I went in a different way compared to you. I've actually gone and watched the semifinals. Yes. Um, And to be honest, there were some songs in the semifinals that didn't make it into the grand final that were deserving of it. Do you think if some of these songs that you're thinking of had gone into this grand final, my feedback about the overall feel and selection of music would have been much better. Possibly, yes. Yes, it would have been different. Um, But overall, for the grand final, um, I was very happy with how it was, you know, put together, you know, the the producing of it. Um, The... I have to commend the, the the crew that do all the yeah. changeovers in between each each performance. Yeah. It's just amazing how quickly they can do it, especially when yeah. there's big set pieces that need to come on stage. That's right. Kate Miller Heike though. <laughs> Hello. That giants the not just two not just one swinging pole, three. Yeah, absolutely. Because she was on one of them. Being able to pop get her on backstage and the other two back, backup dancers yeah. before rolling them onto stage. <laughs> My goodness, that would have been interesting to see. Yeah. Um, so I do, I do sort of commend the, um, the backstage crew for all that. I have to admit there were, cause I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I watched the, uh, the YouTube live stream. Yes. So which I didn't have any commentating whatsoever. Yes, so I watched the SBS telecast on ah yes yeah. So, okay yeah so uh with two of our lovely commentators yes joel and myth yes yes um so uh, i'm not sure if it came through on the sbs broadcast mm-hmm. but in the youtube broadcast um you could see some of the live switching they botched up a couple a few of them oh okay and it, you could see the camera going back behind the stage when they've you know when they filmed the the performer at some point during their song, and then they've gone back, and then oh. obviously the person who's live switching has been like, "Oh crap, I've got to switch," yeah. and you can tell. And there, so there, there are a few of those mistakes okay. that I sort of picked up. Yeah. Um, but 
definitely um, overall with the songs. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm sort of, there were a few songs in there that I was just like, why did it even make it into the grand final? <laughs> yeah. Why is it here? Yeah. Um, but a lot of them I actually did enjoy. Yes. Yes. It was fun. Yes. So, um, yes, I agree about that after performance American <laughs> act. She who shall not be named. Yes. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we're being incredibly cruel. Oh, yeah. We kind of are. We are. But, but I don't think we're the only ones. No, actually, one of the, um, you know, when they cross for the votes. Yep. And they have people announcing. Did you pick up how one of them threw shade on Madonna? Which one? Um, I will get back to you because okay. I can't actually remember her name. I rem- <laughs> funnily enough, I, I remember her outfit because it was absolutely spectacular. Okay. But um, uh, she got quoted a lot on Twitter. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I will hunt that down. Okay, I'll okay. hunt that down because it is worth going into some discussion yeah. as well. All right, yeah. all right. Um, okay, so overall first impression done. Let's get into the interval acts. Yes. So um, the the main thing that I really enjoyed was having previous Eurovision um, or you know performers or artists come on stage and not singing their own songs but singing each other's songs. Yeah. That was really cool. So it was with Conchita. Yes. It was uh, Mans. Yes. Um, uh, Virka. Yep. And. Last year's um, Cypress performer, I forgot her name already. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> um, Last year's Cypress performer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I think I'm not. Uh, and and Netta came on stage to perform her new single. Yeah. Nana Banana. Yes. Which was interesting. <laughs> well, can we can we um, just talk about Netta's previous main single, which was which is the reason why we were in Israel to yes, begin with. Yes. Toy. I hate that song so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember my dummy spit when that thing won. Oh, I'm like my goodness. an Israeli appropriating Japanese culture clucking like a chicken. <laughs> this one Eurovision 2018, people. Mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not a fan of that. Sort okay. Of, yeah. So if you if you think that I have some minor issues with this year, <laughs> be grateful to those of you who hate hearing somebody whinge and rant <laughs> that we didn't do this podcast last, last year. year. <laughs> my gosh, the whole podcast would have been me going on and on and oh, on about how my goodness. stupid that fucking song is. But sorry, God. <laughs> and I understand before you all say anything. I understand there's a strong political message. I get it. I support it. It's the delivery. Yeah. <laughs> it was the... Del- it was so... Go on, Fulio, go on. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I have to admit, I I was like you last year where I was just like, mm. okay, how did this song even win? Like, yeah. Honestly. But this year when they opened up the semifinals, yeah. so to open up the whole competition itself, she came out on stage and performed that song yeah and it was a a slightly different rendition of it yes but it was still the same song yeah and to be honest i think it was just it was a it's a nice upbeat song to get the party started yeah and so in that respect i enjoyed it because it was it's a good dancing song to be honest and with the grand final it was actually sampled 
you know, in the... Yes, yes, yes. And I have to say, I preferred how it was sampled in the grand final. And it was done by Virka. <laughs> yes, yes. Who, <laughs> is, am- who is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, I just... So, Conchita sung... Which song did she end up singing? She well, No, she sung Man's song. Yeah, look, Fully, it was five o'clock in the morning. I There's a lot I don't remember. I didn't going, watch the live stream. I, I'm going to you. Yes. <laughs> I didn't watch the live stream. The, joy, I, the joys yeah. of living in Australia, we, I watched the live stream at five, five a.m. Five in the morning. And to put it in context, why I might be quite vague about the event <laughs> and why I'm like, I'll get back to you. I'll get back, get back to, to you. you. <laughs> it was 5 a.m. And I watched the final announcement at the train station at 9am as my train was rolling in because I had to go to work. <laughs> yes. So the circumstances did not impact the way I felt about the show. No. <laughs> so that interval act, um, so Conchita mm. sung um, the song that Manz sung that won for Sweden. Right. Then Manz sung Fuego. So Eleni, who was the Cyprus artist, um, sung Virka's song. Yep. And Virka sung Toy by Netta. Yes. Which sort of brought it all yes. back. And did a much better job. <laughs> <laughs> much better. And it was interesting to hear each one's um, version of yeah. those songs. Yeah. Because when you first heard them by the actual performers, yes. it was great. Yeah, it was how it was done. Exactly. Yeah. And then you hear a cover of it yeah. by, by those artists, by like different artists, and you're like, Wow, that actually sounds really cool. Yeah, and I have to say, like, whilst I enjoy original songs when they come out, you know, if you connect to it, you connect to it. I'm not somebody who is a snob and will, like, you know, crap all over covers of songs. I love what different artists bring. Yeah, exactly. Works sometimes, other times it doesn't work, which is fine. Uh, but I'm not somebody who will shy away from a cover, and sometimes I even prefer covers. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I think it was really clever that they did that. Yeah. Sort of tied in with unity as well exactly I think. yeah exactly and um it just it made it all that much more entertaining yeah i think so yeah yeah it's cool exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I just think it's cool especially yeah. having the artist there in the room with you as well you're singing their song they're singing yeah, yours. yeah exactly um i do have to give a, a a special mention from i think it was semi-final two mm-hmm. their interval act was a group called um, Shalva, and okay. it was a it was an Israeli band who were made up of disabled musicians. Amazing! And the song they sang was from um, the Greatest Showman called <laughs> um, Million Dreams. Okay, uh, I'm not sure if you've. No. Watch the movie. No, I still actually haven't seen no? the movie. Okay. No, as popular and huge as it is, I actually still haven't seen it. Yet. <laughs> okay, so um, they sang a million dreams. Yeah, but. For, I kid you not as soon as they started singing I just I just burst into tears right. it was so emotional yeah. I just hearing that song by musicians that either were blind yeah. or that had you know Down syndrome or that were deaf yeah. or just whatever their disability may have been hearing them sing it and it just came through so beautifully lovely and what a lovely tie-in for the eurovision's theme of dare to dream exactly exactly and the two um the the two lead singers in that band they were both blind yes one of them before they started singing um read out um a little extract I think it was like a poem okay. um, in, that was written in Braille. Yes. And it was just it was just amazing. Yeah. And then it got, went straight into the music and I just 
got emotional <laughs> and I'm just, oh. I mean, Well, that's the beauty of music, though. Exactly. It gets you to feel things. Exactly. And I know, you know, and we've even done it now, talked about how Eurovision is a bit of a spectacle and so yeah. forth. At the end of the day, it is about music. And it was created to show a sense of solidarity and unity within mm. Europe. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, the whole point of music is that it brings people together. Yes, and it's a universal language exactly. as well. Like, yeah. you know, some great songs in languages other than English, so songs that I don't understand, you sometimes feel like, well, I don't really need to understand it word-for-word word lyric for lyric. Yeah. I get the costuming, I get the staging, I get the performance, I get the emotion from, exactly. from the voice, just the sound of the music, the instrumentals, the beats. Yes, that tells a story as well, even yeah. if you're not getting the lyrics. Yes, understanding the lyrics gives you that added depth and meaning and makes you feel more. Yeah. But music is just so powerful because of its universal exactly. ability to connect people. Yeah. yeah it's gorgeous. Yeah. What a beautiful response to that. For yeah. You. I wish I'd seen it now. Yeah. I might have to go back and see <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you'll, be, you'll yeah. find it, definitely. Um, so, moving on to getting back to the grand final itself. Yeah. That other interval <laughs> Yes. We did a good job of avoiding it, hey, but yeah, now it's but unavoidable. Now, now, we, now we have to, you know, we address ha- the elephant in the room. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty, so what happens when you get one of the world's most iconic, most popular, most loved, most talented pop stars mm-hmm. to Eurovision? Mm. It, it, it promises so much, doesn't it? Mm. So, Fulia, a few words on Madonna. Ah, Madonna. (laughs) She started off with Like a Prayer. She did. Which apparently is the 30th anniversary of the song. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was the the album, the the single. Yep. That that gave us Madonna. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I, I enjoyed that side of the performance especially how big the staging was like okay. I, I think it may have been a bit too big to be honest for a eurovision stage went too grand yeah. a bit, bit too grand there i mean she's not the main reason why everybody's there don't forget though she is madonna she is a diva and she's american so of course everyone's there for her yeah. <laughs> oh, true. love you americans but you know how you all <laughs> you all know how you think of yourself yeah. yeah um and then so that was actually pretty interesting. Like, mm. she obviously didn't hit the notes as great as she did when she first sung the song, <laughs> to be honest. In a studio. In a, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was actually really interesting. It was very sort of gothic. Yep. And I liked that there were extra sort of like a choir thing happening as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that made it a little bit more, you know, it started off really good. It elevated it. Okay. Exactly. Then she took off her robe <laughs> and started her next song, yeah. song, which was her new song. Yes. Why is it in auto-tune? <laughs> yeah. Madonna, you don't need auto-tune. Why? <laughs> oh, as soon as I started hearing that auto-tune, I was just like, no, no. Well, do you know what was funny, though? And I think because, you know, as a product of the 80s myself, so I've always known Madonna, I've always enjoyed Madonna. And as I mentioned to my teenage years in the 90s, loved her even more because you appreciate how rebellious and everything she yeah. was. So I found your, uh, your your thoughts about her performance of Like a Prayer interesting, Fulia, because as soon as she started it, I've just done, oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I've just gone, no, no, no. 
Oh no. Yeah. Oh, Madonna, no. <laughs> Don't do it. And then she kept on doing it. <laughs> yeah, I thought the whole thing was just just not good so at all. Bad. Yeah. yeah. So I earlier had mentioned that um, she got some shade thrown at her by one of the 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 countries, you know, um, reading out the votes. So it was actually the Netherlands. Oh. Yeah. And so the judge was uh, Emma Wartelboer. Okay. I've totally slaughtered your name, Emma. I apologize. You looked absolutely beautiful, though, in your pink getup. Yes, you yes. are absolutely gorgeous. And you said on the night, I'm so thankful for tonight and for Madonna's auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You, my dear, were the highlight of the evening for me. <laughs> Oh, wow. I love it. And you know what? It's... <laughs> it was a train wreck. I'm sorry. It was bad, you know. And look, Israel is a controversial part of the world. Yeah. Issues with Palestine, yep, for example. Yep. And Madonna did, you know, she didn't try to get too political, but she put it out there. You know, she talked about unity through music and, exactly. and things like that. And her dancers were wearing Palestinian and Israeli flag colors. Oh, yes. I did not notice no. that. And they sort of had a bit of an embrace at the end of, of the song Future. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, Madonna, I applaud because she's always been political, you yeah. know, in every way that she's done. You know, she's done a lot to discuss racism and, and sexism and all of these different political agendas. So, you know, and I think this is why Madonna is so relevant still, you know, and keeps herself relevant because she discusses these things through her music. Mm. Um, However, I'm going to go to someone on Twitter because obviously people on Twitter are the ones we go to for opinions because they (laughs) matter the most from, you know, President Donald Trump, the most powerful person in the world down, uses Twitter a lot. Yeah. So Jen Crowell on Twitter. Hey, Jen. She summed up. The performance. She said, I love that despite our differences, all Eurovision fans can come together in united disappointment over Madonna's performance. (laughs) (laughs) Sums it up nicely. Wow, yeah. I'd love to hear somebody actually advocate that performance and say it was good and try to justify why. Yeah. Haven't come across that one yet. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was sort of wondering what was going on with with the with, with how they coupled off towards the end of that song yeah. and then went up the stairs and fell off yeah. the the cliff. Yeah, I mean, look, it was staged fine and it was really good, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like you're here to say Madonna, who, as we know, is like huge and amazing at what she does. Yeah, it was. And look, I appreciate that automatically when you're Madonna, a lot is expected of you. Yeah, but a lot is expected of you. Because of your body of work, which is just amazing. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, I, and essentially it was just a huge advertisement for... <laughs> for a song, For yeah. a song, for upcoming albums, maybe if she's touring again. I mean, she looks like a pirate. I mean, like, it's Madonna fine. Yeah. You can do it. I didn't like the get up. Nah. I just, just, it was too too much. It was yeah. over the top. I just, you know, and again, and this is Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't even really fit in at Eurovision. I don't no. know. It. I was excited to see Madonna perform yeah um and just use your revision but nothing about it worked for me no at all her 
her presence there, nothing about it worked. Yeah. And I'm now understanding how a lot of Europe felt when it was announced that Australia was an official country. <laughs> <laughs> we got excited, but yeah. everyone else was like, huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now I get it. So, yeah. yeah. Madonna, you did one good thing. You helped put that in perspective for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, it was bad. Like, yeah. It was bad. Like, you know. Like, look. Obviously, you didn't you didn't think that the whole thing was that great at all. I felt that mm. she started off okay. Yeah. Like she, it wasn't the best. No, I have to admit, no, it wasn't the wasn't. best. But it was okay. Yeah. But then it went into the the new song, and I was just that was it for me. So it just got progressively worse for you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. For yeah. Me. <laughs> whereas for me, it was like oh, <laughs> from the get go. Yeah. And do you know what? You know, you you, you sometimes just say to yourself, "Hang on, am I hearing this right?" Yeah, and you're not sure if you're going. Those that those vocals are sounding a bit wobbly. <laughs> yep, and you just have to listen closely, and you go, "Yes, they are." Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, they were. It really was. You just yeah. Uh, can we yeah just not have? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know America. And, you want to be part of the Eurovision, but yeah, well, because if you've already invaded half of Europe and have got your politics everywhere anyway. <laughs> And your culture, so why not throw it in Eurovision as well? Oh, I know, yeah, you know? well, yeah. <laughs> but that's the only way you're going to get in. <laughs> Just Interval Act. Yes. That's it. And if this year's Interval Act has anything to go by, you ain't coming back. Yep. <laughs> you, just, you really aren't. No. You are the meatloaf. <laughs> of our <laughs> Madonna to Eurovision is what meatloaf was to, to our AFL grand final. AFL grand final, yeah. <laughs> There's just no other way to contextualise it. Yeah. Yeah. Australians will understand that comment. Yep, pretty much. Yep. Um, okay, moving on to our top five favourite songs yes. from the grand final. Yes, yes. What were yours, Wayne? Yeah, so, you know, whilst I have said that, you know, it was a bit of a mixed bag, there were actually quite a few highlights. Mm. And as I was compiling my list, it surprised me, I guess I surprised myself, that there were more highlights than I thought there would be, if you yeah, like. Yeah. There was like, oh, okay, there's 26 songs. And I think I came up with about, you know, like five really solid ones mm-hmm. and some good honourable mentions. But some of the highlights for me was um, San Marino was actually my favourite. Really? For me, it encapsulated everything that Eurovision <laughs> is. Now, I will, I will flag that I don't particularly think... That um, Sohat, who sang the song... Who is also Turkish. Yeah. I don't think his vocals were the greatest. Mm-hmm. If it was somebody with stronger vocals, that would have just smashed it. it yeah, so I suppose. the lyrics were very simple, right? Really just simple rhymes and so forth. Yeah. The message was gorgeous. I love the way it was staged. Just yep. with some dancers there, your backup singers. It was fun. Mm. More than anything, it was a fun song and everyone was up and dancing yeah and for me it just yeah it captures what what Eurovision is it is a party like it's a party yeah and that song is just it's poppy it's cheesy yeah it's it's why I watch Eurovision (laughs) I would have loved his vocals to be stronger yeah I'm not gonna lie but it is a song that's going on a playlist for me you get you get a Turkish man with deep Turkish 
accent yeah. singing in English, yeah. that's what you're going to get. <laughs> that's I said, and I mentioned this in because when, when I first heard it in semi final mm. one, and I watched and I did a reaction video for it. I'd mentioned that he sounded like what my dad would sound like if he were to sing, because oh, that's exactly it. the same. No wonder as soon as I said San Marino, you cringed at me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think, again, this is what I love about it, right? Because let's look at the landscape of performers at Eurovision. Yeah. Incredibly young humans. Oh, of and course. And it's great. Let's showcase young talent. Yes. But this guy has the has the cojones to get up and still participate, to get... And these you know, the country stands behind him and puts him through and yep. people vote and he goes through to the grand final. Good on you, dude. Mm. As I said, it was a really fun song. I knew it would not win, though. No. Yeah. So I didn't think it would win, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought that Switzerland would win. Oh, yes. Yes. And not necessarily because it was my favourite song, but again, it... I thought encompassed what Eurovision exactly. is, and it was well done, and yeah. it sounded great, and it was fun. I might be biased, but Australia knocked it out of the park. Yeah, and I think how, like you know, where we ended up, and I know we'll talk about the final tally at the end. I think she should have ended higher, a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. I didn't particularly think we would win. No, but it was a really polished performance. It was a beautiful song. It was done really well. Mm. It was. A less is more. Yeah. Like it was a nice, it was, you know, an artful Exactly, yeah. If you will. And as the SBS commentators did mention, it was one of the few that was just really like an like an artistic expression, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just about lights and, and, and you know, sound effects and all no, these things. Exactly. It was actually about the performance, but it felt artistically done, yes. not so commercially done, if that mm. makes sense. Yep, yep. Um, I thought Denmark had the cutest song. Oh my goodness. I just, I just, was just, I was happy. Yeah. I was happy watching it. I was happy listening to it. I thought it was cute. It was. It was really sweet. <laughs> so I love that. Look, Sweden, I enjoyed as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, runner-up Sweden did really well. Azerbaijan, fun again. Uh, Norway, I've got that I enjoyed. Belarus, another party song. And I will say the Czech Republic. Yeah. <laughs> a friend, friend of a friend of a friend. Of a friend. <laughs> Those boys were so adorable. Again, it was fun. It was well staged. Exactly, it yeah. was done. It was cute. It was engaging. How how do you think of the um the visuals, the way they did it for broadcast? Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, I loved it. Felt like watching a, a polished music video. Yeah, yeah, more than anything. It was really cool. And I just you know, and I know that we shouldn't. It's all about the music. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. But <laughs> you know, no, I think performance in, is, is important. Of course, it is. It's, yeah. it's a visual medium. Yes, it's, it's all about the presentation. Absolutely, the lead singer. <laughs> Of, of that group had just the most perfect head of hair had the most perfect <laughs> teeth and jawline yeah. I have ever seen yep. why weren't we just voting on that alone yeah. <laughs> but that, they, they were cute they know? were yeah you know, it's like Miff and Joel on the SBS commentary mentioned they kind of took their wardrobe out of the wiggles book of styling <laughs> But again, it just came together. It was cute. It was. Yeah, it really the was. Czech Republic and Denmark, for me, were the cutest yep. performances, I think. Australia had the most artistic and artful one, yes. I think. Um, yeah, Switzerland, Sweden, Azerbaijan, Norway, Belarus had the more sort of, I guess, traditional yeah. Eurovision and fun performances as well. Mm-hmm. I 
want to make a point about one of the performances. Mm. However, okay, I'm going to park it. <laughs> I'm going to listen to your top five, and I know I went more than five, but your favorite picks yep, for yep. you. Because I'm going to talk about another one. Okay. <laughs> that just is in a different field altogether. Okay. But I'm curious to see if you're going to mention it at all. Right. Which is why I'm... I'm flagging that I will, I'm going to hold this one. There's one more that I want to talk about and I'm just going to hold it. Right. Okay. So, your favorite ones. All right. So I'll just start off with my sort of honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, Serbia had a really nice power ballad. I yeah. really, I really love that sort of song. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, and again, power ballads are all, you know, yeah. like if we think about, you know, how North Macedonia was. Yeah. And so it didn't surprise me that that really came up. No one thought, anything I had, of it I did not think it was going to get no, that far in yeah. the jury votes again, and as soon as I ballot. saw it yeah. wow yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah but sorry go on um, Italy Italy had a really nice sort of message to it yeah because um, it was about money yeah so soldi um, but it was also something that I really enjoyed because it was sort of like a hip hop song mm. crossed over with a pop song yeah and it just sounded really cool yeah and it's not something that i would usually listen to but when i heard that it was really interesting yeah i didn't mind italy actually yeah yeah yeah, it was actually pretty cool um estonia oh that man just (laughs) i mentioned that he kind of looked like a young sort of european version of keith urban but better looking (laughs) look um yeah i you know, as you know, I, I listened to the uh, SBS commentary and um, Joel Creasley just could not stop gushing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't either. <laughs> could not stop gushing over him. Victor Crone, his name is. Yes. Um, oh, and I his think, song was actually really good too. I really yeah, did enjoy it. It was, Storm, it was, yeah. it was a good song. And, <laughs> but I think Joel was about to leave his partner for Victor. <laughs> Whether Victor liked it or knew it. No, <laughs> Um, and another honorable mention I'll give to is Norway. I absolutely loved the upbeatness of that song. Mm. It was about Northern Lights. Yeah. And it's expected to hear from a Scandinavian yeah. country. <laughs> but it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was, yeah, it made you want to dance. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And they, and they added, and they added in their Norwegian, um, language into it mm. um, in their in, in their sort of way into the song. Um, so that song is a sort of a, a, f- a Norwegian folk pop song. Yeah. And it just sounded really cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. So going into my actual top five favorites. Yeah. Um, Israel. Really? Had, yeah, I actually really enjoyed his song. It was not on my radar at all. Yeah, not Israel sort of... Um, his ballad was just so sweet and really heartwarming for me. Yeah. Um, and he cried at the end of the song after he finished performing it, and I cried with him. That's all part of the act. <laughs> no, I can't help it. As Crocodile soon as I, tears. As soon as I see, as soon as I see someone cry, I cry too. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's what Australia should have done. Should have cried at the end. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Would have won my emotions a bit more. Um, Sweden was another one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really good sort of upbeatness to, to yeah. his song as well. Um, the Netherlands, I actually enjoyed the Netherlands um, ballad. Mm-hmm. It was really sweet. Yeah. Um, and Switzerland was just the the party maker yeah. song. It was just amazing. And 
I absolutely loved Spain's performance. That song. That was fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. I wanted to get out of my chair and dance. That's how much it was. I didn't put it on my list and I didn't mention it to you, but I thought it was such a wonderful way to end the show, actually. It was. It really was. It was a good close to the the contest. Yeah, I I did enjoy that one. It was cute. The presentation of their their set pieces where it looked very 2D. Yeah. that just blew me away on how they did that. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed Spain's performance. Um, I have to say, Cyprus had a nice song, mm-hmm. but her costume was just very, <laughs> very suggestive. <laughs> mm. Hang on, was Cyprus the one? Was she the one wearing the boots? Right up to her. Yeah, yeah. So do you know what we used to call those in the nineties? Esme boots? Yeah, the CFM boots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they still are. Can I say though? They're like really yeah. do it. I'm not going to lie. I love CFM boots. <laughs> I love it. Not when they're that high. <laughs> you can turn them into friggin' stockings. I remember my English teacher once wearing boots. Really? Not that high. Oh, okay. But they were they were getting there right. <laughs> And, you know, the, the class had started. Everyone had filed in. We were all sitting down, getting ready, really quiet. And my teacher just crosses the room, you know, to close the door. And so because she's walking and we're all paying attention to the front, we're all seeing her walk across. And clearly um, somebody had mentioned something about her boots because you just hear in a voice that should have been a whisper. <laughs> he just goes, yeah, fuck me boots. <laughs> And the whole class just has this awkward silence. My teacher stands still at the door, turns around, mouth open, like, oh, you did not. And we all just erupted into laughter. And that was the end of it. It did not go acknowledged. The boy did not go in trouble. So I have a a soft spot for CFM boots. Yeah. (laughs) Wish I could wear them myself. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, I can never do that. Yeah. Um, That's okay. There's always an extra revision fully off. <laughs> we'll dress for the occasion. I know this is an audio Eurovision party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so they're sort of my absolute sort of favorites out there. Did you have a performance that you either didn't think much of, but was sort of like, meh, or that you loathed? Okay, I loathed Iceland. <laughs> Iceland was a bit into it was like the, the bastard child of the night it was and look good on them for doing something different oh of course uh, I didn't think much of it either I won't yeah. say I loathed it but I didn't think much of it yeah yeah. it's just yeah um, look the rest of them were were actually pretty good um, I didn't think much of Albania or Slovenia thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> As I roll up my sleeves because I'm getting into business now, right? Slovenia. Yep. What the fuck? (laughs) So your choice to represent your beautiful nation Mm. are these two humans who look like they're children, (laughs) which is fine. And the whole performance is a chick singing. And her real-life boyfriend, actually, looking at her like, I am going to fuck you. (laughs) Like it was. Who likes public displays of affection? And you had us endure it (laughs) for three minutes. For three minutes. (laughs) 
<laughs> in an average song anyway. Yep. I was like, get a room. <laughs> but what was worse than that was because of that performance, I could visualize what you were going to do in that room and I felt very <laughs> uncomfortable. So it wasn't no. the <laughs> So it wasn't the song that tipped you off, it was the presentation of the song. I felt like I needed to be somewhere else, maybe <laughs> having a cold shower or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't even tell me what that song was about. That you just it was wrong. Like yeah. everything about it was wrong. Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, just standing there looking at each other into each other's eyes while the whole world is watching you right there yeah. on stage is it's a little awkward. Like what? Were you going for the let's be genuine, let's be this, let's be that? No. It looked like, look, to be honest, the, the, the girl looked like she was just very uncomfortable about being on stage. So she had to lock eyes with her partner so that she can ignore what's happening out there. He was fucking her with his eyes. <laughs> like he really was. Did you get that? I kind of sort of did. Yes. And look, they're two absolutely stunning humans. Oh, they are beautiful. Mm. So I appreciate you'll probably have amazing sex, whatever. <laughs> But did we need to be privy to it? <laughs> like, it was just... Like, I'm watching it going... What? <laughs> like, yeah. just don't. Mm. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I'm not... Yeah. yeah. Nah, I get it. <laughs> Bring on the chick with the boots. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think I prefer that too. <laughs> like, I just... It was wrong. Like, it was wrong. It was yeah. just so... It was rude. It was like, no no one cares. You know what I mean? Like, nobody cares, Slovenia, mm. that these two people are having it off. Like, no one cares. Like, yeah. I just... <laughs> she also looked like she was really sort of... Every time the camera turned to her in the green room, she she looked very sort of embarrassed and awkward. It's like, oh, don't look at me type of thing. Because her parents are watching. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> her older brothers are watching. <laughs> her boyfriend does not make it out alive. <laughs> Come on, Fulia, we know what wogs are like. Protect uh, yeah, them, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know this for a certain experience. We're, we're Mediterranean. We're protecting... They're Eastern European. <laughs> a little bit more liberal, I get it. <laughs> Europeans nonetheless. <laughs> like... Oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh. It just... Yeah, it was just wrong. Yeah. Like, it was just... I hate PDA with a passion. Yeah. If you all haven't figured that out. <laughs> but it was just... Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I get it, you know, because a lot of kids just flaunt their, you know, their sexuality and their love yep. for one another and stuff. Did you have to do it with over 200 million people watching? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. Just no. <laughs> just hated it. Yeah. Hated it. One song I want to mention that um, I, I didn't think was bad at all, mm. but I was disappointed in okay. was Russia. Okay. So, um, you know, Sergei Lazarev. So, I got so excited. I knew it was... I knew that he performed previously. He performed my all-time favourite, maybe except after Waterloo, because I am a cliche. (laughs) (laughs) Performance. And that was You Are The One. Yes. Because it remains for me my all-time favourite performance in the way of... It was staged. Yeah. So for those of you who may not remember, you know, there's gorgeous projections, which he performs in sync with. He makes love to the camera like no man I've ever seen. <laughs> and yes, as you all know, I like perfect hair and teeth and jawlines. He's got it too. Yeah. <laughs> He's climbing walls and all of these wonderful things. 
So You Are the One from a few years ago was just amazing. It was. It so was really good. I got really excited. The staging for Russia was also really perfect and beautiful. Yeah. But he went from a pop song to a bit more ballad. Yeah, he did. And this is my overall feeling about Eurovision, and this is going to flag how I feel about Netherlands winning. Okay. I don't mind ballads, mm. but for Eurovision, I want a party. So I want pop songs. I want dance. Yeah. I want movement. I love power ballads because it goes to the over-the-top nature of Eurovision. So in that instance, North Macedonia would have been one of them. Was more was a better one for me. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, again, on my radar, but I can appreciate it yeah. for what it is in the context of Eurovision. Yes. Yeah. The simple, subtle ballads? Nah. Mm. Yeah. And with Russia, at least, Sergei moved around a lot and there was gorgeous set pieces yes. and you know there was inter- there was interaction all of yes. these projections like they do it well yeah? yeah they absolutely do it well and I have to say for me when Sergei had performed You Are The One that should have won yeah and I appreciate that it was because of the political side to Eurovision because Russia you're not the greatest nation in terms of respecting your neighbours and even your own citizens in some regards I get it hence the Ukraine actually won that year yeah. as, as Europe's saying screw you Russia you're terrorizing these people yeah, yeah, yeah i get it yeah but that aside they put together such a great show of course they and did, for yeah. a ballad it was probably my favorite yeah yeah um so i was a little disappointed though because i just wanted it to just, just a little bit more i wanted it to be to just smash it yeah because sergey is amazing he's popular in his country i think he is or should be popular amongst eurovision fans and supporters yeah. um he I, by all intents and purposes is actually a lovely human being as yeah, well and, definitely um and i just yeah i just wanted it to be more because i saw that amazing performance yeah uh, a few years ago so a little disappointed but well done nonetheless <laughs> yeah well done nonetheless so yeah. yeah no that's fair enough yeah i mean look he well, came <laughs> he came third of course. <laughs> you know so that, that, that shows it so, already yeah yeah i mean it shows how great it was but if we're going from my personal taste of what i want and love out of eurovision the slow ballads aren't it yeah yeah okay um anything controversial that came through to you i wouldn't necessarily say controversial for me that sort of upset me mm. but there were a few things that i noticed that i thought oh okay yeah and it has to go with the politics yeah. of the region and without going too much into it but you know israel was always going to be controversial and it was as yeah. soon as as it was you know and it's a reason when some people go well israel is in the middle east why is it in eurovision well it's rejected by the middle east <laughs> so it's you know inclusive that way yeah and if we want to look at the region and in terms of culture in terms of politics and so forth it probably is more aligned to a western thinking yeah you know in terms of how liberal they are with their own people and so forth i believe the average age of the person in israel is around 36 wow yeah i did not know this yeah so that kind of says a lot about the, the vibe of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a lot of global citizens too. Mm. Uh, so look, issues regarding themselves in Palestine are yeah. always going to be there. In one of the clips that Israel um, showed, mm-hmm. and I found it interesting that normally when they do, you know, the introduction of the country and artists, I believe that traditionally the the video postcard is from where the artist is from yes this time around it was showing off israel israel itself the beautiful you know so they used it as a great um marketing and and tourist exactly exactly commercial i suppose and you know to sort of say well because i think it understands its own 
sensitivities in terms of politics and the way some members of the global community see it. Yeah. So they do want to say, this is what we have to offer. Yes. So a lot was on Israel to do a great show. And as mentioned at the beginning of our own show, they, they smashed it, I felt. They did, yes. But in one of the clips, though, they did show a... Um, a, a Jewish woman with a Muslim woman together. And we know she's Muslim. She was wearing the hijab. And they were having a laugh and so forth. That is a lovely thing to aspire to. Mm. And that's all the world wants. The whole world wants it. Yeah. You know, it's a difficult thing to achieve. Uh, and there are hundreds of years of history to say why. We're yes. not going into that. However... It rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Because while you're aspiring to that Israel, and, you know, everyone's got blood on their hands, Palestine included, I get it. We know who generally the aggressor and the forceful uh, party is in the Israeli-Palestine conflict. And it is Israel. Yeah. Hence all the controversies. So for me, I actually felt it was in poor taste to have that image there. Yeah. Because there isn't... You're not really being active. Yeah. Again, it's the ideal and dare to dream. Yes, this is what we want to do. But for me, it's it didn't work. Yeah. And when we cut through, you know, the the, pop, the popular votes or the public votes and so forth, when we cut to Iceland, yeah. they had their Palestine banners. Yeah, that was that was the one thing that sort mm. of stood out to me, the fact that as yeah. soon as they cut to Iceland yeah. and they just... Sh- you know, slowly unraveled Palestine yeah. banner. I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's gonna get some flack. Yeah, I felt like though that was a respectful protest. Mm. You know, they chose like not to not to cheer or to celebrate their points or anything. They're like, no, this is the statement we're making. Well, they never cheered or thing for anything. Even <laughs> even even when they got selected from semi-finals into the grand finals, yeah. they were just like, yay. Yeah. Well, it could also be because. And maybe it's like a double-edged sword because you're almost like, if you're not excited, why are you going? Yeah. But maybe, well, we're going to protest. We would, we love to, we'd love to be a part of Eurovision. We'd love to perform there uh, because we're performing for the world, but it's where we're going is my issue. Yeah. That could be it because, you know, creative people, artists are political beings. Yeah. You know, uh, for you and I are creative people ourselves. We're political. You yeah. Know, it's just, it shows in our artwork. Mm. So I, I could maybe say that that's why they went. We're here. We are performing, we're participating because we are a part of Europe. There's something we want to do. We're not boycotting the event, mm. as some calls were for countries to boycott. Um, and I know there is that discourse that Eurovision is above politics. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's very political. Yeah, uh, you know, we might talk about the voting blocks. Oh, yeah, we'll get happen, to that. Yeah. You know, that it's, it's political. And look, it's fine to be because, again, art is. Yeah. Madonna herself was being political by turning up. You know, she didn't call for boycotts, but she incorporated a message of mm. peace and unity and love in there. Yeah. Delivered badly. But she, the intention was there and it was yeah. lovely. So... Yeah, they were the things I noticed. But this isn't new to Eurovision. When Azerbaijan hosted it, and because Azerbaijan, you know, used to be a part of the uh, USSR. Yeah. So it's still a bit restrictive and so forth. Mm-hmm. And um, Azerbaijan is not a democracy by by memory. Uh, when Azerbaijan were hosting and they crossed from one of the countries, one of the, you know, the judges who was reading the, the, the votes put in a political message, essentially saying to Azerbaijan, you know, you can strive for democracy and and so forth and really putting it out there that, you know, your people deserve a say in your government. And of course, that always leaves the hosts in a very awkward position. Of course it does, yeah. But 
what can they do? They nod, they smile, they say thank you, you know, for, for your votes, for, exactly. for engaging, have a lovely night. You, you can't blame anyone for doing that. And yeah. I think even after that um, cut to the Palestine, Palestine banners, um, the host handled it well. Of you course. know, they essentially did not acknowledge it because mm. it's not their position to. No, exactly. You know, it's being respectful. Iceland had something to say. They said it. Yeah. The host had a job to do. They did it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, for me, and, you know, surprising it wasn't more controversial, I felt. Oh, yeah. For me, nothing. It could have been worse. Oh, yeah. It could have, you know, you could have had somebody run out oh, of <laughs> on stage with banners and things like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Israel is not the country to be doing that sort of things, no. though. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's considered, I think... In terms of like where you live, it's probably considered the safest country in the world because it is so milita- militarized. Yeah, it has to oh, be. Oh, security protect- would have been absolutely high. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As somebody who studied a bit of Middle Eastern history, I remember learning about Israel and just how their border is protected. I don't think there's a country in the history of the world that has ever been more secure or protected than Israel is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was always going to happen, but yeah. Mm. Were there any other things that you thought was, were controversial? Um, not, not, not particularly. Um, they're, they're probably, yeah. you've already sort of touched on them. So any surprising or shocking moments with the ones that we probably haven't mentioned? Yeah. Because the surprising and shocking one was Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> and probably surprising that it wasn't more political than it was. Mm. Yeah. Um, nothing really shocked. Yeah. Per se. Um, and this is also probably one of the reasons why I think it was kind of, yeah, I don't want to say mediocre. It was a lot better than that. Let's go straight into the voting process, starting with the jury votes. Yes. What was your thoughts on the jury votes? Well, I find I'm always interested to see what the jury love compared to what the public loves as well. There yes. tends to be this this gulf. Uh, it was interesting because I think when I first really noticed. The difference between the two was when we were all watching Demi Im get her votes yes. in and how the jury just loved, oh, loved her and just smashing it. And then the public votes came in and there was love, but just not as much. And it turned the tide. Yes. So, you know, in the past, Eurovision have just released the final numbers as they are, but now they divide they divide them up in yes. how they present them, yes. which is actually a bit more exciting <laughs> because you just kind of go, oh, this is really cool, but it's not the final number. No. Um, so, I mean, look, the, the jury are industry professionals. They look for different things to what the public, public do. do. Yeah. So as somebody who is very much all about what my music tastes are like, because what I love is absolutely different to what the jury does yeah. <laughs> love as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, look, they're industry professionals. They, I think, are more likely to keep politics out of it, to be honest, yep. than anything else. Doesn't necessarily mean they would, but more likely. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I trust them. Yes. I probably shouldn't, <laughs> but I do. But what do you think about the yes. experts, Valia? Um, Well, to be honest, I was a little bit sort of um, surprised that the songs that they decided were the better songs. Yeah. Um, overall. And... You know, seeing the jury votes um, when they were finalised, mm. you could see that the top three were very close. Yeah. Um, in terms of points, so like it, it just it just means that the jury were also somewhat undecided themselves. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, and regardless, like everyone looks for different things, don't exactly. they? Exactly. Yeah. So did we maybe want to even talk about how because we're Australian, how the Australian jury 
photo? Sure, yes, yeah. let's do that. Cool. So we're going top to bottom or bottom to top? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's go starting from the lowest points lowest that we've points. given them. Yeah. yeah, sure. So Serbia received one point mm-hmm. from the Australian jury. Azerbaijan got two. Mm-hmm. Uh, with three points was Germany. Yep. And it was interesting, just a side note, though. Did you? I don't know if you remember, but Germany actually got zero votes yes. from the public. I See, that's the one thing that I... Um, that I don't like about this new sort of voting system. The mm. fact that they announce that yeah. a particular country gets no points at all <laughs> yeah, but from I, the public. This is true because before when you were merging the two, it was yeah. very unlikely that you would get a result of zero overall. Exactly. But when you're dividing it in two, you're breaking uh, it up. It just it makes you feel gutted that you're like, oh, no one liked my song. Yeah, the public didn't yeah. like it. And Germany was the, the song Sisters. Yeah. Uh, by two women called Sister, I think. Yes. And they're actually not sisters in real life. <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. Apparently they had only met in the, in the recording studio, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So we gave four points to Russia. Mm-hmm. My man, Sorgo. <laughs> Five points went to Czech Republic. Those, just, just the cutest Yeah, song they ever. were. Yeah. So the Netherlands got six points from Australia. Yep. North Macedonia got seven. Mm-hmm. And then from this point, yes, we do have the eight, which is Iceland, mm-hmm. which was in- it's an interesting one. You so and I weird. have similar feelings about Iceland, but Australian jury uh, did rate rate it quite highly. Okay. Yep. And so then the next step up was ten points, which we gave to France. Mm-hmm. France this time round also incorporated English into their song. Yes, they did. So a proud linguistic country yes. who always perform in fr- in French by memory. This I think is the first time they've actually had another language yes. other than French in there, which is interesting. And the top points, so twelve points, went to Sweden. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we can sort of see the patterns with how it all panned out there. Yeah. Um, in terms of other countries. Mm. And their, uh, you know, popular vote versus their jury votes as well. Yeah, exactly. Final outcome. So close to trend. Mm, you know, again, sort poor, of, poor yeah. Germany. <laughs> yeah. I still, I, I feel bad for them because they did have a really sort of that. Their song was actually quite nice. Yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't bad. No, not it just, at all. It was, it was nice, yeah. but it obviously, just didn't. It wasn't um, yeah. the popular song of the of the night. Yeah, and once again, all goes to popular taste, doesn't it? Exactly, yeah. and everybody's music taste is different, and hence the results. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So, um, going through the jury votes, what was our top? Three overall. Yep. So with the jury votes, at number three was the Netherlands Mm -hmm. with 231 points. Yep. North Macedonia came in at 237 points. Mm -hmm. And Sweden was at number one at 239 points. Ah, yes. A really tight top three. Very tight. Usually there's always a big margin between first and second. Yes. Um, Only two points separated them. Six points separated two and three. That's amazing. And then if we want to look at, say, who came in fourth. So at that stage it was Italy. Yes. And Italy was at 212. Yeah. Which is close, really. Surprisingly, though, they were were the um, popular choice at the beginning of the jury votes. They were getting the 12s, like the first three 12s. Yes, when they were coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And in terms of the jury votes um, if we maybe want to compare it to bottom three mm. yeah. United Kingdom um, with 13 points Israel with 12 
and Spain with seven. Yeah, that was yeah, that was really Spain. interesting yeah. to see. I did, I did not think that the jury would have hated that uh, hated on Spain that much. Yeah, like we said before, it's a wonderful way to it end was, it. Yeah, it, it was, was such a great song. I don't yeah. I don't know why they didn't like it that much. Maybe it was had something to do with the lyrics, and we just don't understand it. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. From the jury votes, we went into the public votes, and this is what separates it, doesn't it? Yes. This is the decider. So. The jury votes are one thing. Yeah. You add in the public votes, anything could happen, mm. and everything did happen. <laughs> it absolutely so did. So much changed. Yes. So, what were your thoughts on the public votes? Look, I love this new system of how they then break it up with the public votes because it just draws it out that so much. Bit longer, and yeah. you're trying to do the math, and because they're they announce them in reverse order of the ranking from the jury votes, yep. you don't necessarily know how it will pan out. Exactly. Just because, for example, so, you know, we had Spain yeah. with only seven jury votes. The public vote might be 596, for yeah, example. Exactly, yeah. Like, the whole world could have loved it and pushed it to number one. Exactly. So I love the way it's done. Yeah. With the public votes overall, how can you argue with it, really? Because it is all about personal taste and yes. it's... A consensus of taste, and that's what makes commercial music commercial. It also it's also a popularity contest too. Oh, it really is. Yeah. I mean, it's about who pulled it off the better. Yeah, you know who who had their costuming, their stage, and most well the sound. Of course, you know, like yeah. I think the public vote, and I probably to a degree the jury vote as well. Look beyond the scope of Eurovision. Yeah. What song am I going to be listening to for the next few weeks? Exactly. On repeat, at nauseam, what's going to be top of the playlist? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's why I tend to really sway towards the poppy fun songs, yes. the power ballads, as opposed to the more subtle, soft ballads. Yes. I'm thinking, well, what would I want to be listening to? I want a belter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much, yeah. What were your thoughts over? My thoughts, look, I was a little bit... Um, Surprised on the way they decided to announce the public votes. Mm. Um, Portugal last year, from memory, they actually announced the public votes um, from the least amount of public votes to the most amount of public yes. votes, rather than the order here. The order that was by the you know the yeah. ranking of the jury. I preferred this because when you go least to most, you then are already sensing who's going to win. Yes, I love I love the mix of this. This was much better in my opinion. Mm. What did you prefer? The way they did last. Um, um, look, I'm sort of 50-50 on it. Um, like, I don't, I don't mind this. The version they did this year with Israel mm. um, last year's was, you know, was okay as well because yeah. at least in that instance, um, you knew who was going to get the most votes. Yeah, um, takes attention out of it though. True, yeah. true. Uh, so in this instance, maybe, maybe slightly towards the way they did it this mm. year, I would probably prefer. Mm. Um, but it's also it's very annoying that it gets drawn out <laughs> that little bit longer yeah. because it's like I would just want to know yes. what are you getting what are the yes. points absolutely <laughs> yeah so like at the end of the um at the end of the jury votes Australia was sitting at number six yes yep. so great job Kate that was amazing at 154 yes. points Did definitely really really well and yes. then of course the popular votes came in yeah so maybe before we discuss the overall votes we'll see how Australia voted yes yeah. so. With the Australian public, we gave one point to Azerbaijan, mm -hmm. two points to the Czech Republic, yep. three points to France, mm -hmm. four points to Malta, mm -hmm. five points to Italy, 
6 points to the Netherlands, 7 points to Switzerland, 8 points to Sweden, 10 points to Iceland, and the Australian public's 12 points went to Norway. Yay! I'm really happy with... I'm happy with Norway. Norway got there. (laughs) A bit of a mixed bag. Some countries there did not appear on the jury list at all. Yeah. And others were more prioritised compared to the jury. Definitely, yes, yes. Um... Australia, what was was Iceland to you? Honestly, what did you love about Iceland? I don't get it. Yeah. So with the jury votes, Iceland ranked in at number 14. Yes. Overall, yeah. Yes, they did. Um, However, that changed. That did, yes. It changed a lot. So... um, I don't know. Do you want to go through all of them or just maybe the top 10? Yeah. Well, maybe how about we say, let's say who ended up in the bottom three. All right. So, yeah. So just as a reminder, the the jury voted that the United Kingdom, Israel and Spain made up the bottom three. Yes. And with public votes, it came to. So the, the grand final results with public votes, we had United Kingdom at number 26, Belarus at number 25 and Germany at number 24. Belarus, you were so much fun. I'm so sorry. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Um, I'm just glad there's no zeros. Yeah, overall. Yeah. Overall. <laughs> yeah. So in that vote, Germany stayed um, on like their 32 points because yes. they got zero from the public. Yep. Um, I will say that in a very traditional Australia versus UK sense, because, you know, look, Eurovision is a sport. We're passionate about how much we love beating the Poms yeah. at any sport Eurovision's included. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it. <laughs> We're just better than you at everything, UK. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, alrighty. So, from that, let's yeah. look at our top 10 overall in the grand final results. Yes. So, coming in at number 10, I do not know why, <laughs> is Iceland with 234 points. Yes. So that had bumped up from um, position 14. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So who's in at number nine? So number nine, we have Australia Yay. at 285 points. So we made the top 10. We did. We did. We, we kept had... we kept into the top 10. That's it. Moved down from six to nine. Which <laughs> yeah, which isn't too bad. What a, what a fantastic effort, Kate. Great yes, job. Yes, well done. Uh, number eight, we have North Macedonia, who was actually running almost first for majority of the time that jury votes were going. That's right. Jury votes had them at second only, yes. um, you know, missing out on the top spot by two or three points. Exactly. Yeah. And they uh, they ended up on 295 points. Yeah. Not, uh, a huge, not a huge amount of votes. No. From the public. They were sitting at 237 and then only made it to 295. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really interesting to see that. Uh, number seven, uh, Azerbaijan. And they got 297 points. See, it's interesting because Azerbaijan um, were five were in number five in yes. terms of the jury. And so they'd gotten 297 overall. Yeah. They'd gotten 197 from the jury. So... 100 points. 100 points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good effort. Um, number six, Sweden, Sweden with 332 points. And they were first, according to the jury. Absolutely, yeah. 239. That is amazing. Yeah. That would say it was between um, Sweden and the Netherlands at the end because yes. because Sweden was number one, according to the jury. They yes. were the last ones to get their points. Yes. This is why I love this system. <laughs> uh, this is why I love the way Israel announced them. Yeah, it's so exciting. Which made the tension all that more unbearable. Yes. Especially for the artists. Yeah. 
So they ended up six. Yeah. Uh, number five, we have Norway mm-hmm. uh, with 338 points, which jury, according to the jury votes, they were in the bottom, they were in the bottom um, 13, weren't they? Yeah. So they were actually at number 15. They were at number at, 15. With 47 points. Yeah, only. yeah. Yeah. According to the jury and the public push them yeah. up into the top ten, top five even. Absolutely. Which is amazing. Yes. And Australia, you were a part of that public. Yes. <laughs> I feel like they may have gotten the most amount of points from the, from public. the public. Quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have uh, number four with Switzerland. They got 360 points. Right. So Switzerland, I'm trying to find you on my own list. Okay. You were eight previously. So yeah. So they got bumped up a little bit there. there. That's yeah. nice. Um, number three, we have Sergey from Russia, hey, Russia. <laughs> with 369 points. So not very much of a margin there. Yeah. So Russia had moved from nine to the, up to, to three. three. Wow. Position. Six spots. Yeah. That's pretty good. The world loves Sergey. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now going into our top two, number yeah. two, which was Italy. Yes. With two, with 465 points. Wow. So a, more than what the jury had given them because they had received 212 from the jury. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. A, a strong response from Italy. Then. Yes, yeah. definitely. For Italy. Yeah. Uh, and our number one spot, which take, which took out the Eurovision Song Contest trophy, the Netherlands yes. with 492 points. Wow! Again, more than double. More than double. Yeah. Uh, so they moved from the third position at 231 up to the top spot. Yes. With a ballot that was lovely. Yes. Uh, not my pick uh, for winner at all. Yeah. But you know, it's what the public enjoyed. The jury enjoyed it too because yeah. they had ranked them at, at third. The the voting is always interesting. Did you notice that when the votes were read out, and I can't remember whether it was for the jury or for the public, but the whole Greece and Cyprus thing. Oh, you could hear it in the audience. It was it was so funny because it was so predictable. Well, this is the thing. When (laughs) Cyprus were about to announce... You could hear the whole audience go, Greece. Greece. <laughs> and then when it was announced, announced they got booed. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, come on. Like, they, they do this every year. Yeah. If, they're in, if they're both in the grand final, they, vote for each they, other. they always vote for each other because they're neighbours. One thing that I noticed that Malta tends to almost always put Italy at number one as well. Oh, with 12 okay. points. Um, I've never hear a reaction. But it's but it's quite common, I guess. Yeah. One thing that I will attribute that to, they are neighbours, and I noticed this time around even Italy put Malta in their top three. Yeah. I mean, look, they just enjoy each other's music. Yeah. But in Malta, because it doesn't have a lot of money going into its you know TV and so forth, they do actually broadcast Italian television in Malta. Ah. So they get the you know the a lot of networks yes, there. They've got yes. more channels in Italian than they do in, in Maltese. Maltese or English. Yeah. So a lot of people do grow up watching yep. Italian TV. Yep. And so there is an appreciation of the language and the culture that way, I exactly, suppose. Exactly. That's why I'm, I sense that a lot of Maltese people enjoy Italian music, yeah. perhaps. Uh, you know, Malta's got its own fantastic culture with music and so forth, but you're raised on the TV, mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's why I'm sort of sensing that and maybe why there wasn't much of a backlash there. But, no, no, yeah. but you know, Cyprus and Greece was, it was obvious that they were <laughs> going to give each other point, 12 points. Yeah. Because even I predicted it before they even mentioned it. We, as soon as they crossed over the Cyprus, I'm like, yeah, they're going to give their 12 points. We to knew it. And, as, and then in the same thing for yeah. Greece. And Azerbaijan and Russia have a very similar thing as well. I think Azerbaijan yeah. always give Russia. Their, Russia. Their 12 yeah. Points. I kind of noticed yeah. that too. Um, 
I don't know if there's any others that sort of... I think there were a couple in there that surprised me with their votes. Yeah. Um, there were some surprises that voted that I thought were going to vo- vote for their, you know... Neighbor. Um, their neighbor country, but ended up voting for a completely different country. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, that was really interesting. Respect. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, you know... I. You know, thank you to everybody who voted for Kate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> giving her the twelve points. Absolutely, that was really that was really sweet of them, really nice of them. Thank you to everyone who didn't vote for the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trolling UK. Yeah, this time next year, you watch UK is going to win and Australia is going to be on the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> calling it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, overall. Our grand final winner ends up being the Netherlands. Yes. So 2020, we're going to Amsterdam. Beautiful part of the world. Yes, yes. it is. I have family in the Netherlands. Oh, hello. I could possibly go. Hey. <laughs> so we'll, yeah. So thanks to uh, a gorgeous young man sitting behind a piano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is Look, why we're going there. I have Look, to admit, he, he has a really nice voice. Oh, don't be wrong. The song yes. was lovely. Yeah. He was beautiful. He was very humble in the way he performed it. He was very grateful for the win. Yes. Um, yeah. Look, he didn't cluck like a chicken. So <laughs> I am okay with this. That, was, okay. Not okay. what I would have picked. Not what I kind of want from Eurovision. <laughs> but I'm more than okay with yes, it. Trust yes, me. Yes, yes, yes. That's all right. Well, I was kind of happy with... Um, with the with the top five because um, at from my own top five, mm. um, three of them were definitely in um, the grand final results top five compared to my own top five. So yeah. I was very happy with that. No, that's cool. So um, I'm just gonna now compare what I guess I had as a top five who I thought would win, or more like who I liked and had a look. So yeah, the Netherlands wasn't on my radar. I didn't pick Italy. I thought, you know, Russia, it was a sentimental vote, but I didn't put it in my top five mm. at all. Switzerland, I thought, would would take it home. And Norway was in my uh, my top picks as well. I didn't quite have them as a top five, yeah. but they were one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So you predicted a lot better than I did for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had Italy as one of my honourable mentions. Yes, yeah. Um, and Norway as well. So yeah. I, I just kind of happy the way, the way that the results turned out. Yeah. Really feeling bad for Sweden because they were so close yeah. but so far. <laughs> <laughs> and their the reaction um, when they received the points. Poor John, <laughs> honestly. We saw the moment you're heartbroken. Oh man. <laughs> like that's the other thing that I kind of am fifty fifty on with when it comes to the public votes being separated. Yeah. The way that Israel did it. Yeah. Because Sweden were the last ones to get their votes. And they only ended up getting, what was it, like 93 points, which didn't boost them very far at all. No. It just broke his heart. And I'm just like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Imagine if you were the one that was performing and you hear that and you didn't get anywhere near top two. Look, I get, it's a competition. <laughs> rules of the competition. It's how it works. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Thank you for joining me, Wayne. Thank you for having me, Fulia. <laughs> you know, Eurovision every year. Yes. We've got it. We need to do a live stream together. We will, hopefully. 
We will do a live stream. We will get up at... Have a little PJ party. Five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's yes. do it. A four-hour <laughs> podcast. Let's see if we're crazy enough to do it, Joya. <laughs> Let's see. We'll be the commentators for the night. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well done to all the contestants uh, at the Eurovision Song Contest. Well done, Netherlands. Yeah. Eurovision, we will see you next year in Amsterdam. Absolutely will. Congra- Looking forward to it. Yep. Congratulations to everyone. Israel, you put on a fantastic show. Definitely. Everyone came together really well. We will never speak of Madonna in Eurovision again. No. no. Let's forget that. She who shall not be named. <laughs> in that performance, we didn't see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I've been a Fulia. I've been a Wayne. And you've just experienced Fred's Eurovision Reaction Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. See you next year. Bye. Bye.